like the ball right right off the top. Oh, so you say hit me, I'm open. Yeah, hit me, I'm open. We haven't done this in a while, so we're trying to find our the way to talk. Where, when do we to... get music? When? Do... Yeah, you're doing something new, and then you're blaming yeah, us. For we, not yeah, yeah, what to do. exactly. Shut up. We we've He's... done background music before. No, we have not. A hundred percent, we have. I uh, was out of town last Saturday when this, this you guys planned to record. I was in Denver, and I even saw the uh, text that said, "Hey, I sent the link." So where's the show? I'll take this one, Brad. Okay, thanks. <clears throat> I gotta oh, clear, clear my throat. I haven't, yeah, I haven't, throat. I, haven't, I, haven't, I haven't talked in a while. I'm not. Allergies are bad, um, so I'm I'm suffering. Apparently, on multiple fronts. <laughs> yeah, multiple fronts. So, Ryland, let me answer your question, and I want to answer this with the respect and the grace that you have given us by asking in such a way in which you just asked on this podcast today. One week ago yesterday, I was essentially my body was shut down. I had a, a an apparatus that was breathing for me. Dude, I told uh, you not to do it this way. Did you, I did was you laying? Have, did you get some of Michael Jackson's milk before no, you? This, this went was to sleep? this was the good shit. This was Even no better. MJ shit. Yeah, this was no MJ. All right. Well, hey, yeah. m- mind you, the format here. We're still at the beginning, so don't blow your whole. No, I'm not. I'm not. But all right. So. The trauma that I went through one week ago Wednesday created a scenario in which as much as I wanted to be there for our listeners, as much as I love our listeners, do you understand how much, do you know how much I love our listeners? Do you understand that? Even read deeply. I don't don't count them as listeners. He loves them deeply. I love them deeply. Saturday. From the front. From the back, from the back, from the front, kind of flipped over on the side. When you, when you say flipped over on the side, you mean hip on the bed? Yeah. Hip, oh, hip on the bed. Two. What do you mean on the bed? We're talking one person's hip on the bed, the other person. Why is hip- he in on the bed with a? Listener? Yeah, I'm doing a podcast. Why would I be in a bed? Forgive me. So anyway, I love our listeners so much. I'd pull their hair. Okay. You understand what I'm saying? Is that, that about? Is that like a love thing or a dominance or like an aggression thing? Is that love? So Saturday morning, I wake up and I'm ready. I thought I'd be ready to roll. Unfortunately for me, Ryland, they say that recovery when it comes to a spinal cord injury is not linear. Some mm-hmm. days are good. Some days are bad. And uh, and it just wasn't in the cards. And you know what? I'm not doing a podcast unless I can give 100% to those listeners every single moment. I just 
when I saw the link, I thought that meant so all things were go. So I guess that it's uh, on Brad for making me think that. It kind of is. Yeah, it's on yeah. Brad for making you think that. It's on Brad for not checking in beforehand like, hey, how are you? I know three days ago you were essentially dead. Or did you forget to set your alarm? So we're going nowhere. Okay. Was that a factor yeah, in this? Yeah, we're just going nowhere here. And, I'll just hit uh, the intro. If we're going to throw I mean, me under the bus. That's... Maybe I did forget to set my alarm. That's where we're but going. In my defense, in my defense, I'm taking some of the most high powered painkiller. I might as well be one of those people from West Virginia. The whites? Yeah. The, the whites of West just, Virginia. I was just thinking today about how crazy addiction is. That woman had a baby. And was smoking meth out the window of the hospital. And they came and they said, no, ma'am, we'll be taking the baby now. And then she went home, I think, with like her aunt. And they had the nerve to be like, can you believe these people just doing a little meth? And they took my baby. <laughs> well, I'll, I, if we have time, I'll get to my feelings on uh, pain medication and addiction. But yes, I... I'll just say this today, as opposed to eight days ago, I am much closer. If there's a spectrum of, I don't touch anything and I would never put anything in my body that doesn't, you know, make me better. And the lady yeah, smoking meth out the window <laughs> and mom smoking meth out the window. <laughs> I am now closer to mom smoking meth out the window than I am the other way. Let's just say that. The triumphant can... return of human dads next. Human dads. Human dads. Human dads. Human dads. On the podcast. Oh, we're podcasting today. Human dads. Internet. Human dads. 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 Get up off your ass. Human dads. Human dads. Tell your mom to listen, boys. We're Feels here good. in the 56K dial-up flesh, returning to you for your podcasting edifications via an audio medium dripping all up into your ear right now. And as you go to sleep, we're going to be falling out of you for the rest of the night. Hmm. And you won't remember the end of the show when we lost direction and it got shitty because you will have fallen asleep. And for that, we are always thankful. It's been so long. I mean, so much has happened. Can I tell everybody everybody's name first? Maybe they don't even remember. Like the seasons have changed. How many listeners do we have? How many listeners? At last count, what are we looking at? Seven. 
at least 96. Seven and a half. Dude, I got another thing to tell you guys that is, I do have some good content today, and Ryland does too. We could take over the whole show because I got you something. might as well. Which is what the well. listeners have been clamoring for, Jace. As you know, yeah. this we yes. see the emails; they're right. too nice. They don't right. want Brad. I mean, because Brad puts in so much work, and he's got the comedy background. He's just so more of a producer I, type. He's more of a producer type, right, Ryland? Let's, let's format this real quick. I'm going to ask Ryland how he's doing. Ryland's going to ask Jason how he's doing, and then Jason's going to ask me how I'm doing. Okay, Ryland, yeah. introducing you in Trophy Club. Now, how are you? Take it away. I am doing great. Do you want a minute of I'm doing great? Do you want three minutes of something before I kick it to Jace? What do you want? Yeah, produce, Brad. Jesus. I can only handle a minute before my arms start getting shaky and my knees start to hurt. That's you need to you need to you need to train a little harder. A minute's perfect. Things are great. It's been too long. I missed you guys. I missed the show. Same. Had a lot going on. And uh, school is in full swing. Kids stuff is in full swing. These kids, man, I don't know how anybody actually has kids and a job at the same time because I don't feel like I'm doing either one worth a shit. Mm. So there's that. And we'll get to it. But since we last talked, we almost had a death in the family. And I need to address that. And, Whoa. you know, I can give some some Colorado trip highlights if you'd like. I have some little Hell, Debbie thoughts that I might want to want to share with y'all and an anecdote about Marquise Daniels and whoa. something about drinking. And then whoa. I've still got, I got a lot going. Yeah. Whoa. Tremendous tease. What Tremendous. about you, Jace? How oh, does, well, thank how, you. How, how do we find you today? Thank you for asking, Ryland. Uh, Love the I, ball a, movement, guys. Love the way a, the ball's moving. It's also Low good offense. to be back here. Uh, I will say that uh, you may have heard an old adage uh, that distance makes the heart grow fonder. I would say that um, I've been living that as it relates to this podcast and you too. Uh, we've done this show for how long? Three years, three and a half. Just Almost a four. just a moment, real quick. The we you have to think like the first day of school is always the anniversary of me texting you guys to say hey. Do you think it would be cool if we kind of did a podcast where we just talk about our like we're doing bits and everything, but like we talk about our experiences as dad with little kids when the kids don't know what the hell's going on because they just see you as, you know, and both of you were very receptive. And then I want to say like two months later, we actually started the podcast. But that was so like cost of four years. Yeah, that was four yeah. years ago. Yeah, that was. Yeah, that was four years ago. That's amazing. And if you want to go even crazier, the first time we actually did a podcast together, the three of us, was on my old podcast where I just yes. kind of talked about That's beer right. and drank beer with people. That was almost five years ago. Wow. That'll be five years, I believe, in December. That seems like it wasn't that long ago at all. It's, it's uh, one of the things about getting old. So, yes, well, Jason, sorry, sorry to take that there. Yeah, well, for those people that know me, uh, know that I am I am easily distracted. I have a very, uh, very low tolerance for uh, for um, routine. So I am not the type of person that would be doing something like this for a long time. And I have uh, because I really enjoy it. So I'm glad to be back. I'm happy to be here. I do have 
I'd love to talk to you at some point about my experience with pain meds because this is really a first for me. I've never been in a scenario where I've had to take pain medication, certainly not any of this caliber. Uh, so definitely want to talk about that. And then at some point, I think I have found Ryland's doppelganger. Ryland's celebrity doppelganger. I think I found him. Is it He's the guy like eating the hot dog on the uh, on the Rangers commercial that Adam <laughs> always tweets? Because no. that guy does look like me. Except he, he, he does. To deep throat a hot dog. <laughs> I, I think this is a little more off the beaten path. Me, this okay. is not as like direct, but I'm telling you, when I see this guy, when I watch this guy talk, I think every time I think of you. Can't wait. Brad, all that being said, really what's important to me is, how the hell are you doing? Hey, man. I uh, appreciate you asking. Um, as I get older, I try to be cognizant of, um, you know, when uh, when you're in a Uh-oh. good moment, you Uh-oh. really just want to acknowledge shaking that you're... Already. Shake voice in yeah. one and a half seconds. You just want to acknowledge, like you want to like soak it all in. And, um, you know, we all have roles in our lives. We all have titles uh, for all three of us, obviously, husband, uh, dad. Um, it's called human dads. Um, oh, man, he's getting uh, emotional. I I, uh, I have siblings, so I'm brother. Uh, obviously, we're all sons. Yeah. Uh, maybe you're lucky enough to be uncle. Um, obviously, um, I'm like Riley green. I have, uh, a grandfather. So I I am a grandson. You know, we have titles. One of the titles, I'm I'm a coach guys. I volunteer in the community and I give my efforts to the children so that I may cultivate the the seedlings that are our future. Okay. I, I hate that we just passed by. I'm like Riley Green, but fine. Go ahead, coach. It's, yeah. He's rolling, man. One of the titles that I just... Uh, I thought I was going to be able to get through this without being emotional, but I think this You're is the longest... We, yeah, thank you. Um, I think this is the longest we've been away without doing a, a, a podcast. That's and, not how you pronounce it. Uh, I don't know what you want to call me. Uh, showrunner? Um lead host executive producer <laughs> executive producer showrunner bob barker i i don't know engineer I, like the, hero the, stay yeah, hard the, bob barker the the spoon or the straw that stirs the drink i whatever you want to call me i'll wear it i'll wear it with distinction i'll wear it with pride and uh i i just i missed you guys i missed uh uh, I miss the reaction from the people when we put something out. And I just want to say I'm real happy to be here. And if you'll give me a moment to compose myself, maybe somebody could take yeah. the ball, uh, dribble it. That doppelganger thing sounded cute, Jace. I don't, uh, I will say, can I do one thing I thought of earlier well, today? He just, and I got, he went right into it. He, I thought he was going to take a moment, but go ahead. Yeah. Well, I'm old and washed and I'm adding to the squared away list. You know, we all have the squared away list. What's on that list for us when we we clean the garage? That's a, that's like a squared away feeling, right? Love that. You uh, yeah, maybe you go around and you do like a, a whole trash pickup of the house. Like you get all the trash in the house, get it all out at once. You got new trash bags in all of the rooms throughout the house. I mean, not every room has a trash can, but where you have trash cans, 
with that new trash bag feeling. Nothing feels so good as throwing shit into an empty trash can. You know what I'm saying? When you reach uh, I down, mean, throwing throwing something into something else feels pretty good. Is that a, is that a sexual innuendo? No, no, we don't do that on this show. Come on. No, dude. This is for the kids. Okay, again, just keep it to the trash. Throwing something into an empty trash can. You take your hand to the heaven and you just throw it right down into an empty trash can. And it's almost like you stretch out your loins and like just you become the Zeus picture with the lightning bolt as you throw something into an empty trash can. It's it's brilliant. I'm adding to the list. There, there washed, might be something to that. There might Didn't be know, and, but by the way, you're feeling squared away when you get a nice empty <laughs> after coitus. I'm telling you, it's on par with that. No, uh, I just wanted to make Jason uncomfortable. I'm sorry to everybody involved who might not have found that joke tasteful. I apologize right now, and you don't have to, you know, give me shit for it later. Um, uh, well, I would like to really quickly before we move on, just note that I do have uh, coitus champion medals for you boys. From the great Mike Williams, they are heavy. Shout this out is like to Mike Williams. It is like an Olympic gold medal feel when you put it on, and I, he made enough that we can give some away to some of our listeners at some point. And I don't know how we can figure out how to do that, but it, it, Listen, it, they are they're heavy. I think that it. I think that it would be good for us to kind of say that our loyal listeners are themselves coitus champs, right? Yeah, obviously, yeah. Uh, champions all around, and I'll and tell you this, gender, that's, that's gender neutral. I mean, there's quotas champs across the board. I just want to so. tell Mike Williams if he ever needs somebody to hold his hair because he's getting out the fun times that he had, and you know doesn't want it to get in the slosh of the mess and everything. I'll hold his hair. That's that's yeah. just what I want to say to him. Back to squared away. I'm adding to the list. I'm sorry. I'm old and I'm washed, but I think. Uh, Golden Doodle haircut day. Oh yeah. Has has got me because you know how their hair starts to get like I brush I look, I'm nerding out. Matted. I'm completely you start, it gets a out. little bit too curly and then you get mats and it's gets frizzy. Dingy. Well, I, I have a white one, so it, you see the dinginess more than on, on your pup. She's a brown haired dog, so that's an advantage, Brad. But how, but tight, she's do you, how tight do you guys get her cut? This time of year we want to still be able to keep the fluff. Two months ago, it's like uh, maybe not down to the skin, but pretty tight. A, a step above down to the skin. When it's hot, we go real short. We we always go that short because we just try to space out having to pay yeah, to yeah. the haircut, right? So when she comes back, it's like you've experienced this. It's like a plushy toy. Yeah, it's so soft and uniform. It's like having a real life, alive plushy toy. It's the best thing ever, dude. I want like like all the dinginess. I wish I had room to have three more dogs. Like the fuzziness, it all goes away. Well, for me, the Labradoodle, when he's cut, he's like a like a fuck the nicest carpet you've ever stepped on. Yeah, he is just like a mate, like tight, dude. It is fucking tight. The the coat is tight. And I all I want to do is I just want to lay down on the floor and I want to hug him. Mm-hmm. I just want to yeah, lay there and up. hug him. Yep. Yeah. Just snuggle up with him. Just smelling good, feeling good. He's just like those first few days after the haircut mm. are prime dog days. Prime.
crime. I'm so I'm so glad know. you guys are with me. I really thought you were gonna give me maybe a little bit of a hard time no, about it. No, because you've got the doodle, you've got the doodle kinship here. All three of us have one. And but I was thinking you as I have a dog that requires a haircut like that, you get that. But there's something about the doodle, it's like specifically softer because i've had other dogs that needed grooming and they were cute and they looked better when they came back and they were soft and cuddly but this this doodle stuff is a whole nother level for sure when i picked the dog up i was like dude you're way too excited for a dog haircut okay at, at least like i'm aware of it like i can take an inventory you're way too excited for a dog haircut and i found a place jace over in garland i know you love your lady who moved up to wiley i think yeah uh beating. Uh, found a place in downtown Garland if you want to support, you know, Garland, because that's your okay. thing. Uh, reasonably priced, my man. Reasonably priced. Great. Tell everybody, tell everybody what it costs to get a lab, a, a golden doodle cut, a, a doodle cut. What's it cost you? These people, I think, one hundred five bucks. Okay, that's actually one hundred five dollar action. Yeah, yeah. That's but the people I was going to before this. Maybe hundred hundred forty dollar. Yeah. Are you talking about yeah. before or after tip? Uh, the place I was going before that that was hundred and forty before tip. Wow. Yes, yeah, he post that like a post... Cadillac haircut. I think there was a premium. I I wasn't terribly happy with the people, but it just was like it's difficult to find a. Like I took her to one place. I felt like I was taking her to a dungeon. Um, yeah took her to another place and I felt like they just did whatever the hell they wanted to. It's not like I'm even particular. They just were like, okay, yeah, yeah, we'll do that. We'll do that. Did I tell you guys the mobile groomer pricing story? We uh, had a mobile groomer come out. I think that was like 160. Okay. And then they said so they stopped service in our area. About a year or so ago, because we were just having them groomed at the vet. But we decided that we wanted to try to do something a little more convenient because the deal, the, the vet, they do a great job and it's not far, but you got to drop them off there early in the morning mm -hmm. and then, you know, you're just going to come get them whenever they're ready. So it's a little more of an onus on you and they the fill up really the anus it, and they anus. fill up really quickly mm -hmm. because they're in demand. Right. So. We said, let's see about saving a little time and finding a mobile groomer. And there was someone that I guess came or a, a business, a van that came somewhat recommended. Courtney called him up, told him our deal. Both of our dogs get groomed. One small, one medium, blah, blah, blah. And they were going to charge for the doodle, the mediums, the 24 pound doodle. They were going to charge $95. So then you tip a little bit. Right. And it's like, it's like 120 or whatever, you know? Okay, great. They came and did it once. And then and it was great. We thought, this is nice. We've made a good decision here. Vet, the vet is similar in price. It's a little higher base, but we don't, I don't think we tip at the vet. That's a question for Courtney and she's not here, um, but it, roughly the same price. The second time I was involved, I was at home. I was working. They drive up. I let them out. The first time Courtney had handled it all. So I've never seen these people. Nothing. We, we were already on a auto auto pay with them. So they had already charged us the $95 like the day before. Okay. So I was like talking to Courtney on that day. I just need to sign the thing and tip them. She's like, yeah, I'm saying how much did you tip last time? She's telling me I've got my shit squared away. And I know what to do. 
at some point during the process of the grooming, the woman in charge of the van, and I assume the doggy haircuts, knocks on the door. And I don't remember why I was working and distracted. She needed to come inside. I guess she used the bath. I guess she asked to use the bathroom because what else would, would you ask? I mean, I was not engaged. I was working. So she comes in, uses our bathroom, leaves. The next day, I have a fresh charge for $135. I text Courtney and say, can you check in on what you requested or whatever you signed or agreed to, yada, yada, with the auto pay thing? She's like, yeah. She calls him. We've already had this dog groomed with these people. The lady goes, oh, well, no, that's our doodle price. She didn't address the fact that we'd already paid for it. She fucking cased our house, dude. And I don't Ooh. think we I don't think we paid her. I don't think we paid that. She cased our house. She gave us a 40% uplift because we have a clean house. I mean, it's just clean. Everything in here came from fucking overstock.com. There's nothing expensive in here. It's just clean. And we got fucking reamed and we promptly fired them. What about that golden giraffe behind you? Oh, the opulence? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Giraffe. That golden oh. giraffe sitting yeah. on that the, retro uh, fender amp that's connected to what is that? A 1974 Les Paul original? Sunburst? No, that's a 72. No. That's a 72 custom Telecaster a la Keith Richards, but it's made in Mexico. It wasn't expensive. The thing next to it is a Sunburst jazz bass, also absolutely basic. The, the amp was a hand-me-down from my granddad. I, it doesn't even work, and I didn't pay mm. a dollar for it. Yeah, Chase, man, tell I just Ryland, put out the vibe of looking like I have money. You do. You got guitars on the wall. Uh Jace, tell Rylan who he looks like that we've never heard of. It's this person is obscure. Kind of. I mean, um, so as you all know, there is a rider strike happening right now. And uh, because of said rider strike, we're starting to see the impact. And usually that impact is felt. Um, you watching months. a bunch of Charles and Charge reun- reruns? Well, or? I, I have had to dip into some things that I would not normally watch because I'm like, oh, I like to have, I like Who to wind down a little, little extra Buddy Lembeck, Brad. Yeah, There's yeah, nothing exactly. wrong with some Buddy Lembeck. I think he did some stuff. Okay, never mind. I like to wind down with TV at the end of the night. I like to just watch a show or something that that's pretty easy for me to watch and, and it just helps me, you know, kind of get ready for bed. That's how I like to roll. That's what I do. Sports gets me okay. too riled up. I I don't like watching sports right before bed because I I fucking like I can't handle it. I have problems. The older I'm getting, the worse I'm getting about it. Watching Araldus Chapman walk in a, the winning run, like I can't sleep for hours after that. It just it's not possible. <laughs> that's so, <laughs> that's a tough thing that you've been <laughs> yes. watching there, pal. Yeah. So I went out. And I was thinking about shows that I really liked in the past. Um, and as you guys know, I'm, I love medical stuff, right? You know, I love the, the medical situations. I love, I love all things medicine. You say medical. Do you mean like real life? Uh, what is that? Uh, what is that? That one show was called like real life ER or something. Oh yeah. Yeah. Or- I love that stuff too. But 
Or but do I you love, mean like George Clooney? Yeah, no, I loved ER. ER was a great show. I enjoyed the hell out of it. ER okay. is my friends. Okay, that's Grey's, that's how I. Okay, Grey's Anatomy. I've never seen Grey's Anatomy, and you know that's how it's pronounced. You know that. You Up know for that. Up no, for it's debate. not. No, it's Up for not. debate. Up for debate. I've never watched that show, but I've heard good things. Um, so I was like, hey, you know, I'm going to find a medical show. And I started doing a little research. And I landed on a network TV show uh, that has been in, in production for five or so uh, years. Um, and it's a, a TV show called New Amsterdam. Have you heard of New Amsterdam? Are you aware of this? Sounds what lame. network is this on? I think it was on NBC. Okay. So you probably would have seen it like Sunday Night Football. I was going to say, I feel like I've seen it during the, the sports uh, yeah. ads. So the main character in the show, um, in the show that I was just saying, New Amsterdam, <laughs> struggling, uh, is, is a guy named Ryan Eagold. E-G-G-O-L-D. Take a second look up Ryan Eagle. I, w- I want you guys. To, I, I don't know, and I'm, I think a big portion of this is because I watch him talk. Oh, in the, this guy! The way he talks, the well, man. There's one here with his shirt off, and that definitely looks like me because he's ripped. Here's the thing: <laughs> the one that looks like hair. the one that looks like Eminem, which is weird because someone I forget who randomly told me the other day that they thought I looked like Eminem. God, where where was that? Who was that with? I don't remember. Let's not sidetrack here. Before. If you and had I also hair, don't think it's true. If you had, if you hair, had hair and a skinnier nose, this is you. Dude, right? And I'm telling you, when he acts, the it, it, everything, everything is on track. Ryan, I need you to watch an episode of New oh, Amsterdam. No. You're gonna make me watch a network I need drama. You, I need oh, you to God. watch the first episode of new Amsterdam. And I need to get your thoughts on whether I'm telling you, you're this guy the whole time I'm watching the show. I can't stop thinking it. I can't imagine watching a network drama, but I'll see what I can do. So it's hard sometimes to find your celebrity doppelganger. I don't think I have one. Uh, you got that random ass country singer. I remember his name. That's right. That country singer that, Someone found one day, but yeah, I, uh, back when I used to have hair, people always would tell me I look like John Cusack. Got that all the time. When I had hair, I can see that. I yeah, can see I had that the hair. With the way your eyes are set. It looks yes. yeah. similar. I knows, uh, interaction. Yeah. Uh, and then that young kid too. I got that a few times. What's, uh, from the movie we've referenced a number of times, you and I, Jason, uh, the drummer. no. The drummer in uh and it's got the 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 uh, oh Miles Miles Teller Miles Teller what was the name of the um what was the name of that movie where he plays the drummer and he yeah, yeah, JJ what's his face it's one of the we best told movies Ryland ever made. to watch it it's a wonderful movie seriously one of the best movies ever made best music movie ever made oh like, ever. Uh, was this the one uh, with uh, Beyonce. And I think no, uh, not no, Cadillac Records. Not the one with Beyonce. That's literally the last music-related movie we referenced. So don't act like I'm stupid. It is. <laughs> it certainly. He's a hundred percent correct. It is Whiplash. <laughs> Damn it! 
Whiplash. 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 Great told me movie. to watch that. Yeah, we told you to watch Whiplash. I'll go pull the audio. Don't you lie on the on the on Never the airwaves here. I want to get to Rylan Denver, and I want to get to Rylan uh, Death in the Family. Almost. Me too. Me too. But I feel like Jace's back thing has been a it. pretty yeah. main character on the show mm-hmm. here. And if he's going, if that's going to be leading him into drug usage, I think we I want to. Yeah, I think I want to know that. So I'm going to leave the the surgery stuff for another show. We, we can we can focus on like how things went down, and I'll talk about recovery and stuff later. Um, but I do want to I do want to take a second to address pain medication. Have you guys ever been prescribed heavy duty pain medication in the past? Mm, I don't I don't think so. I think I I've only, only shared had the, pretty mild stuff. The one experience I had when I had the, uh, the boner, the hernia surgery. And I don't know if Tylenol three qualifies. It um, doesn't. Well, I have had medication. Uh, Valium maybe once or twice, but only in a single dose couple, three hours later it wears off. And yeah. honestly, like I would have rather had like a shitload of weed. Yeah. Yeah. Few times I, felt, when I was much same and those potato chips would have tasted amazing. When I was much much younger, a few times I took Valium recreationally with like vodka. Jesus, man! Just like having a Friday night. Come on, bro. So uh, before I had surgery, my injury was really really bad, really bad, worst pain I've ever been in, in my entire life. When doctors ask you what is your pain level. Uh, out of 10, this was a 10 out of 10, no question, worst pain I've ever been in. Like pain so bad that you're screaming pain so bad that I went to the emergency room, uh, a few days before the surgery, got a shot of a Valium. I got a shot of, uh, morphine, neither of which even touched the pain, like didn't impact whatsoever. Can you pick me real quick? Yeah. You're, you have the floor. Sorry, I had the hernia and had to run to the ER. This is at the peak of like COVID shutdown when I I literally wasn't working because everything was closed. April of 2020 went to the ER. My mindset or my thought of frame of reference for morphine before going to the ER with the hernia that hurt like hell. Worst pain of my life ever. I thought morphine was supposed to be like some sort of like, like fuck you up knock you out cure all yeah right yeah me too not so much no no not, not so much did not do that for me i got some when i had my twisted nut you guys remember the twisted nut story yeah we uh-huh. do we do I, yeah. I had morphine and uh it was late at night i and i don't have a great memory i'm pretty sure it worked pain wise or it worked sufficiently enough that i don't remember being in enough pain to remember it 20 years later, but it I helped. do just remember as soon as it hit, it was like the world just started sliding down. Like yeah. it, no, I got like, I felt me. like you may so have gotten in the up. good days. I think that they, I think that they've limited or they, they've redosed it because oh, yeah. have they? I think I got like the Michael Jackson milk. I think morphine. so because I didn't get any of that shit. Yeah. Cause I'm just thinking of like war movies. When they're like morphine, morphine, or whatever. Some if poor I, guy got his leg blown off, and they're going to the morphine. And if I got my, if I got shot, and they gave me the morphine that I got that night in the hospital, no way, no, no way, dude. 
Sorry, so, Jace, go ahead. No, no, no. So, look, so I, I have experience with some that are traditionally some of the, the heavier the heavier stuff, but um, eventually my doctors called in some real shit, and I because I called my doctor one morning. Uh, this was the morning that I was calling in like, hey, I need I need the surgery now. Like, I need you to do this now. And I had shake voice on the call, uh, oh, could barely speak. Like, could, truly, like, it was in so much pain, I couldn't talk. They called me in a little something called oxycodone mm-hmm. with acetaminophen. Fin? With the ibuprofen? Yeah. This is the oxy. This is the shit. This is the West Virginia shit. This is the shit that that puts people down. That you take it long enough, it's game over, bro. There ain't no coming back from it. Next thing you know, you're blowing some guy behind a Burger King for your next fix. That's what this stuff is. Okay. What did the guy say? He say what did what did he say? He said you want to hear West Virginia job. mating call. No, he said what you want to hear West Virginia mating call. And he takes his little bottle of oxy and he shakes, shakes it. it. <laughs> That's bad Sorry. though. Such a, Have such you all a seen bad movie? Have y'all seen either of the uh, dramatized uh, series about the Pain, same topic? Painkillers? Is that the one, Painkillers, on Netflix? The I haven't original, seen it yet. Th- there was Dope Sick with Michael Keaton a few years yeah. back, and then now that one, the new one, it has Matthew Broderick in it. Interesting that they both were about the same thing, but uh, it's, uh, it's it's scary, dude. Like It's, it's horrible. Yeah, it's sad. I don't, I don't mean to laugh so much, but yeah. It, it's horrible, and... Uh, and now I we got to put Jason on watch. And I think if we ever go back and audit that whole situation, like for real, and somebody could do it, like get through what is probably some of the strongest red tape that's ever existed. I think you will find crimes that are beyond like what a normal human should ever do. To other- anyway, the point is, I think that obviously the medical industry is complicit in all this well, stuff. That, but- that, that one couple who headed the one company, Based out of yeah. Denver, but I think it was somewhere in West Virginia. They had like some, like it was a town of like 4,000 people, but it also had the most oxycodone prescribed to it in the entire United States for a town that was basically a podunk one stop sign yeah. little hick town. And Dude. yeah, so yeah, you're completely correct. Yeah, so awful. So I've never taken it, uh, I, I, but I was given it and I was desperate. So... I, one afternoon, was like, man, I have to get some relief. I feel like I'm going to pass out because I'm, I'm hurting so bad. I'm going to do I was going to ask, do you think shock ever started to seep oh, in? Oh, f- for sure. There were definitely moments where I thought I was about to pass out completely, ju- just, from, uh, just from the pain. So I, t- I took the pill, and uh, I waited. And I'm not a big... I don't like the feeling of kind of being out of control. I, I just, it's not, I don't enjoy it. It's why I avoid most things like this. Uh, I have anxiety. So that makes things worse when it comes to that. Cause you go down the anxiety path and before you know it, it's, it, it's a rough time. It's a rough go. Um, dude, best, best I've ever felt in my entire life. And you will be chasing that dragon until the day you leave this mortal coil. It peaked. You will ne- never feel better. Absolutely. And That's I'll, what you I, I, I knew. Moment. 
doesn't matter what cocktail of delicious things you eat, drink, and ingest, even if they're legal, you'll probably never feel better. Well, Rylan, I knew that immediately. I never took another pill. Yeah, it's scary. I, I, I was like, I can't, dude, I, I can't do this because <laughs> I got to the point where I was like kind of rubbing my, once it really hit, I was kind of rubbing my hands through my hair and just like, <laughs> You know, eyes were drooping. I was, I couldn't like quite pay attention, but dude, I just felt the greatest I've ever felt. Just this feeling of it may, part of it may have been just relief, but it was fucking amazing, man. That is a good point to keep in mind. Is you yeah. probably had uh, just a influx of all kinds of brain chemicals on right. finally being out from under the pain right that made it feel even even better because i've had chronic pain not nearly on the level that you have but like the burden of having it just freaking ache on oh. you all the time is it's, it, it's it awful. gets in your head yeah. isn't that when you become most susceptible though to mm-hmm. yeah going down a path absolutely you know, we've joked about cigarettes a million times from this guy, but what got me smoking, I had I had probably had a hundred cigarettes before I was considered a smoker in my mind. What got me smoking is I had a very tense, hurtful situation with a girl who I really uh, loved, and my buddy offered me a cigarette, and that particular cigarette just hit differently than any mm-hmm. cigarette I had ever had before because... It just washed like the 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 edge that it sawed off that people seek cigarettes for, like hit me in a way that it was just so comforting that from that day forward it was different from all the other cigarettes I had had before. And yeah, like I think those the- cigarettes were more just like a jerking off with your friend, like it was just being a dipshit with your friends. Like it wasn't like I was even really smoking to take in the effects. I mean, maybe I didn't even know how to smoke all that. Well, most of those times, but yeah, I, I feel like when you're in that point of pain and that where it's like, it has like a mental toll connected yeah. to it that like when you can wash that away, now we're in, now we're in a bad it, zone. Yeah. It was the combination of, of the pain going away, but man, that pill, the pill does some shit to you, man. It, it, that feeling that Ryland was talking about where you just sort of feel it kind of wash over you. <coughs> Pardon me. Uh, I definitely had that feeling. I could feel it kind of from the, my head all the way down to my toes. You just kind of get that warmth. You get that relaxation. Nothing matters, man. You are just. I feel like I'm doing like an ad for Oxy right now, which I don't want. I'm, that's not my intention. Although <laughs> I, I, any- I was about to say, did you think, Hey, I need to kick this up with a smooge. What? Like- no, no, <laughs> no, I didn't need it. I didn't need anything at that point. I just laid there, dude. I tried to stay awake. I just laid there. I don't, it was, it was intense, but, but I, the reason I say bring it up is because I now can completely understand how people get addicted to pain medication. Like it, it, it Seriously, Completely relating to wrestlers and football players, yes, and Brett Favre, dude, yes, especially them because you know what the the toll that all that stuff is put on their body. You know they're in, they have chronic pain, right? So just to get 
the benefit of the the pain relief plus all the other stuff that goes along with it and to be able to rationalize in your head dude my doctor a doctor gave me this doctor's <laughs> not going to okay. give me something that's bad no. right yeah this wasn't some they, cartoon character on a street corner that i saw on yeah. a just uh in fourth grade this is a yeah. doctor yeah, like a coat doctor. With his his name was embroidered on it. You yeah. don't just go get your name embroidered on. I'm clothes. taking my med. I'm taking my medicine. I'm doing what I was told. Clown. Yeah. Let's do like in a little addiction uh, spectrum, real quick, Jace. You said mm-hmm. you had one, right? And then presumably you got the surgery pretty quick thereafter. Yeah, it was a it was about a week after. Yeah. Did we keep it as like a? Did we keep the bottle as like a breaking break glass in case of emergency? Oh, apps. I've got bottles of oxy. I've got the Tylenol. If you want to do the boner thing again, I can get you some. <laughs> I, uh, I kept the Tylenol three. Here's okay. the thing. I I I I concluded with the Tylenol three. I don't think that's going to be good for my heart that it does that because it wasn't just the relentless. Uh, era, era, uh, how do you say it? Era, era, yeah, erection, <laughs> It wasn't just the relentless erection, it was that I felt like the first time you had coffee and it like wired you. Is that, does anybody ever experience that? Of course, okay, then multiply it by like 25. And I just felt like I was like, like I was sh- shaking. So the the outcome we referenced prior, the rigidity was almost a symptom of a much broader condition that's kind of concerning, is what you're saying. You don't yeah. want to tread those waters again. And just I can't. Like, just I energy. Just, <laughs> yeah, I just can't assume that that's good for my body to be that freaking on one. It's and they said they told me I could take two. I took one and I was lit. I'm talking like, <laughs> like I took speed or something. Like I was jittering. Uh, and so I can't, I just can't imagine. Like I thought about it previously, like, Hey, we, like let, maybe we can just try it recreationally. See what, see what it does with a couple of you know, just, yeah, I like to have fun. I, I don't, uh, I don't, uh, Oh, advocate for taking pills I, I think pills are bad uh but i understand in somebody in your situation who's had that much pain like i would understand like keeping it around um yeah because if should things go south which is always possible with stuff like that i have uh then you're damn right i'm not gonna suffer as long as i did this last time i'm grabbing one of those but and by the way w- once we're a week out from the expiration date Let's go ahead and do a live podcast. Let's just say that. <laughs> Let's just say that. Live podcast a week from the expiration date. Okay. Like how that's got to be like the worst. Like, hey, guys, for content, we're going to uh, do Oxy and live stream it. Dude, we're and, doing uh, it. Here you go, kids. Yay, dad. Oh, no. There he is. Uh, that's awesome. You haven't You haven't walked like up to the medicine cabinet and just kind of you guys I, y'all just hanging out in there with uh how's the no water? the only thing i did which i don't think is a big deal is i took one and crushed it up and snorted it but i think that's like it it it's different when you do it through the nose that's the just considered like a way to kill time that's not a big yeah. deal at all yeah yeah, yeah. so I'm, I'm gonna do that a couple of times but otherwise i'm not mm-hmm. taking it again I'm, 
That's it. I think if you were to say, hey, I crushed the whole thing up and, you know, poured it over some pasta, like I might be a little concerned at that point, but just. He's doing the in oxy infused dinner like the weed <laughs> people have been doing, you know? Or I made some oxy the- brownies. Yeah. <laughs> That's the problem, though. You can't control the potency once you start, like, you know how it all goes. No. Um, Jace, I'm glad you're okay. I'm glad you were able to uh, get a little respite from the pain before you got surgery. I look forward to hearing about surgery and how they flopped you like a yeah. damn big steak tuna as they pull it into the boat and they mm-hmm. flop you from one table to the next so that they could put you on your yep. uh, stomach. Uh, Rye, I definitely want to hear about the death thing, but I feel like you went to one of the... Mo- like you had... you The show you went to, I think... As far as like people going to shows that I was most envious that they got to see, I think Wu Tang and Run the Jewels is probably right on up there for me. I'm trying to think of what else it might be. I've never seen either. Um, and to see it in, I'm assuming, which was a pretty cool setup as well, uh, there in the Colorado, please tell us. Would you recommend it? Like, were you plussed? Were you non-plussed? No, of course I would recommend it. It was, I mean, the whole operation was just stellar. Uh, Myself and three other guys, we decided to fly out on Friday morning, you know, packed packed for one night in a carry-on. You hit the airport, you start drinking, That's the way, man, when you can just stay agile and mobile Mm -hmm. and you're not worried about lines and stuff and things. And, you know, you just got one little knapsack with a whole pack of fun things. Yep. Got to Denver, got, you know, started getting some food, got, you know, all the stuff that you you get when you land in Colorado, had lots of drinks, lots of food, went to the basically drank all day, went to the show when you land in Colorado. Just different stuff, and you go prophylactics. You go out, you go out, definitely not prophylactics. Oh, okay. Outdoor show in an amphitheater. I would say it's you know oh, uh, Starplex, okay. Starplex size. Um, I call it Starplex. Fuck you if you don't know what that means. Um, and yeah, it was. Uh, we got there. Dell the Funky Homo Sapien performed actually as as Deltron Thirty Thirty prior to that, but. One of the guys I was with was on a later flight and we were giving him time to meet up with us. So we didn't get out there early enough for that, which I'm kind of grateful for because that's a long time on your feet. Cause my buddy Brandon surprised us with pit tickets. We had lawn tickets that we all agreed to buy. And then he just was trolling whatever resale site and waiting for the pit tickets to drop to face value. And a couple days before the show, he scooped them up. So he's like, Hey guys, we're in the pit. So, we were down there standing, you know, eight rows deep from the stage for RTJ and the woo. So it would have been, it was taxing on some old, you know, 40 plus dudes, you know, Um, we had, you know, we had a lot going on, but let me tell y'all run the jewels brought their fastball. Those dudes are as far as I can tell, they're peaking in every way as an act. Like, which makes no sense. They're continuing to put up. Well, they're like 
older than us by a few years, probably. Right. Like, yeah, I think they, they, they gotta be at least 46, 47 years old. Yeah. Yeah. They, they continue to put out new material. Then their show is tight. They're energetic. And you guys have been to enough hip hop shows to know the, the range varies in terms of what you're getting when that person is spitting into that microphone. And these guys, it was, I mean, it was mixed perfectly. They were clear, full-throated. You could hear them. It was just them, those two, and a DJ and some lights. That was it. They did a hardcore hip-hop show. Lots of crowd banter, talking between between songs. It was it was incredible. It was awesome. Did uh, did Killer Mike come out and tell everybody how they should buy a bunch of guns and? How Trump in no, the bad? All no, no, no. Did he ever? Was he ever a Trump apologist? I know he's a gun guy, but I thought he was uh, a, one of these sort of gun uh, Bernie Sanders guys. Yeah, I think calling him a Trump apologist is a bit is a step too far there, my man. I realize he got no, into but, the but uh, he, he got started- into the scope of the very online uh, left leaning uh, crowd, but to call him a he, Trump he, apologist. He, I didn't. I was just joking about that part. But he did start to become both sides guy, big time. Like he, he kind of crossed into. Oh, I know what happened. He met. He he was he was in everyone's online good graces. But then he met with. He took a meeting with the governor. I think of Georgia. Is that no, the guy with the short last name? There's like seven things that he uh, he did. Oh, okay. That, well, that good graces online uh, got. So he's in Run the Jewels, and if you listen to Run the Jewels and you think it's like a documentary, then you're probably going to be a little upset that <laughs> Killer Mike right. would tell people to not loot and riot in Atlanta yeah. when uh, marches are going on and protests are happening and. He went on on television, standing next to the mayor, and said, "Hey guys, let's yeah. not kill the businesses." Liked, I thought that was good. Well, it you're different. Like it was than, good. Th- there's a, there's some people who thought like Run the Jewels is a documentary, um, and so th- there was some dissonance that they th- they thought that they could highlight. But um, even so, I thought that when he spoke with the mayor, mayor aside. You, take it separate from any politician. I felt like he was coming to it from a community organizer standpoint. 100%. Like, I, didn't, I, I tend to so, agree with you. But the online, the online people get online and they get mad. The, so, the second yeah, thing he, 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 the NRA was like trying to, like per their own words, I think like trying to reach out to an urban crowd. <laughs> and so they what had, could they possibly mean by urban yeah, and so they had a a young black NRA advocate who had like a show or a podcast, and this is at the time where the NRA was like really stroking Trump, and 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 Mike went on the show and people reacted poorly to that. Uh, he said a couple things, most notably recently he made a uh, uh, a Brokeback Mountain joke on his most recent recent album, which I absolutely love the album on it. And you're hearing me say I all of these do things. Recall this. And it's only that because is, I pay attention to everything Killer Mike because I really do uh, love the guy. So I'm saying all this not to be like a pylon. I, I'm saying all this in that I know it exists, but I still fucking love the dude. Uh, he uh, he also what Jason I think or what right what you got confused there is he, during the uh, Georgia run for Senate on his podcast his show 
he had Herschel Walker on. Oh dear. And people were like, yo, bro, why are we platforming Herschel Walker within a month of like standing next to Brian Kemp and also asking him like some questions just as like a, Hey, I'm a Georgia citizen. So I wanted to, if I have access to the governor, then I want to talk to the governor. Um, and some people just thought like, if you're going to be a, a Bernie bro that you would then platform Herschel Walker and kind of be gracious with the governor of Georgia, who's been part of a number of deplorable uh, intentions, then, you know, what what's going on here? So there's a number of handful. But, and then there's some just weird online shit that he's just kind of gotten Killer into. Mike. But I love, I, Killer I, Mike. I, I love Killer Mike. So, and he puts on an amazing show. We love Run the Jewels. His I love Run the Jewels. His last album uh, that he just came out with, uh, Michael, uh, is absolutely wonderful. Yeah, I, I really, really love good. it. One of my sorry, favorite albums. My, that's been my late night dog walk album the last couple. Of I'm months. sorry to I'm sorry to sidetrack there, Ryan. You were well, let's talk music. Tell us how the music was. It was great. Like I said, you know, Run the Jewels. They came with their fastball. The the crowd was into it. Um, it's a much much less diverse crowd than what I've found at Dallas hip hop shows. The first hip hop show I've ever been to outside of home. So that much is obvious, you know. Um, in Colorado, no way. Yeah, I know, right? Shocker. Uh, it also had i've been to shows shows in big venues wu-tang at bomb factory being one where the amount of uh weed smoke in the air was substantial but you have not seen it until yeah, you've been dude. in colorado <laughs> yeah. with a with a show that's a dual headline wu-tang and run the jewels it was where even from my standards i was like damn this is a <laughs> <laughs> crazy i'm like, sorry I, I, didn't bar- I, bar- I felt like i barely saw anyone drinking a beer because they you, were too busy passing their joints around you probably said this i'm sorry if i missed it where was the show fiddler's green amphitheater which i found okay. on the way down there from denver where we were staying is basically in the las colinas of denver so okay. you can think of it like toyota but bigger yeah, like i said it's toyota size. <laughs> Yeah, so um, I saw Wu Tang. So then Wu Tang came out. Or oh. sorry, Jace, go ahead. No, no. I just before you finish the weed thing, I saw uh, Leon Bridges at um, Red Rock. Dude, no, this is not a joke. I think I I got high just from sitting around people. I mean, yeah. There's a, there's a term in for an, that in an open air. In an open air amphitheater, I believe it. Yeah, it was it, it was it was tremendous, and I really think that before you become a licensed peace officer in the state of Texas, you should have to go to a concert like that and watch the crowd and watch as a peace officer watch the the way peace executes itself under those conditions. I think it would provide more context when you get home and do your job, but I digress. Wait, not, not even peace officer. What if you're going to be governor? Like get on your wheelchair, roll on over there and well, see what it's like when a, people do get weed. on your guy, wheelchair. There, there's a group of yeah. guys that are very vocal about those policies in Texas and they are those officers of peace. So, yeah, sorry. Um, I was kind of going into it. We kind of didn't know who would, who would close the show, but you had to assume that Wu-Tang wouldn't book a show if they weren't closing it, if it's a hip-hop show, right? 
Um, I don't know, man. The run that Run the Jewels has been on is like 10 thought, years long yeah, now. That's what I'm saying. I, I mean, but again, you know, uh, conventional wisdom would dictate. Uh, okay, but take take four Run the Jewel albums, four, four Run the Jewels albums and say we got to put a set together and then take everybody in Wu-Tang, including collective projects, and tell me that it's not like a sim like if you're picking songs that yeah. it's not like a similar number or that run the jewels might actually be winning now i'm not saying that i man, don't you're forgetting that there's you're forgetting that there's iron man and supreme clientele not to mention all the first say, albums from, i'm not from, from raekwon from jizza and on and on i think there's more material pretty tony Each, chef yeah both of them, I'm there with you, but we're talking 20 years old, those albums. I'm talking about the last decade of touring, of festivals, from two proven but they're showmen. Still gonna, they're still going to they're still gonna uh, build their set list off of that whole back catalog because that's all the best stuff. All the best yeah. stuff is from yeah. 93 to 2000 for the most part. Um, but uh, I did see them before at the bomb factory in 2019 and um everyone was there and uh it was them and a dj it was them and dj mathematics if you know anything about uh wu-tang you know that he's their primary guy and uh he was the one that was there and they also had a couple of hangers on on the show in the show as well street life and then maybe somebody else i'm forgetting in addition to the nine plus capadonna uh ODB's son being the replacement, which is varying results. But anyway, that that show in 2019 was a straight ahead hip hop show. They came out, they did song, 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 banner in between a little bit. Didn't skip very many verses, if any at all. Didn't cut anything short. They were just punching you in the face with with everything you love about the Wu Tang. Last week, uh, first of all, they had two shows in Denver. The next night, they did a show just with Deltron 3030 at a different spot, uh, you know, however far away, but still Denver-based. Uh, and everybody was present for that show. For our show, Method Man was weather-delayed at the Newark airport and didn't arrive in Denver until midway through the show. So a few songs into the show, RZA says, hey, guys, this is the situation. But they didn't bother changing their set list to adjust for that. So you so just had like here. what blank verses? They had verses with you God with his mic not turned up far enough and the crowd. And and deck. You God and Deck were mainly the say, guys that would deck. You God and Deck would the- fill in, would just kind of would and Riza would just kind of fill in on those verses. And but but they didn't adjust their set list. And they and so that means they did the actual song Method Man, which I'm sure if you're listening to this show, you probably know it. They actually did his song when he wasn't there. And I think the That's reason really for all this was that they brought in a they had a live band, which was two guitarists, a bass player, a keyboardist, and a drummer. And initially I thought, oh, this could really kick ass. And when they came out and started vamping, and Riza kind of did a little bit of intro, and then they uh, kick off, I believe they kick off with Protect Your Neck, and each guy comes out as he does his verse. 
I thought this, this is probably going to really kick ass, but something didn't come together. And I have consumed, if it's got Wu-Tang about it, I've probably consumed it. So I've listened to these guys, interviews, podcasts, documentaries, whatever. I'm watching, I'm not watching the show. I'm watching the guys on stage and watching what they're doing. And for a good 40% of the show was Ghostface standing in the back up against the stanchion where the keyboardist was ranting about, I don't know what, because it's Ghost. He's always seems to be mad about something to whoever was standing next to him, whether it was mostly Jizza, you got a little bit, Master Killer a little bit. He's just doing his ghost thing where he's just gesturing a lot, and I can see. I mean, it, it, you've seen it if you've watched any documentary about the Wu-Tang when he gets Was it almost opinion. like distracting? He was mad about something, and they skipped him on a they, – they skipped his verse on, uh, on Protect Your Neck. They skipped his verse, I think – one of the early one of the early songs they did they skipped a, one of the verse where I was ready for him to come no it was uh it was speaking of the devil psych goes to God get your shit right what's that song uh, is that seventh chamber or chess boxing anyway chess boxing chess boxing they skipped off they they have this thing they do in their show where when they do chess boxing everybody has a verse mm-hmm. and uh at the end master killer has the last verse uh homicide's illegal but death is a penalty. And when they do that, they cut the beat and he just does it like spoken word. Well, you're getting ready for ghost verse and they just cut straight to him. Then they then they went into some solo song of his of Master Killer that nobody's ever heard. And they did the same thing with Capadonna. And in between, they would do these little instrumental vamps and get the crowd chanting. But then they wouldn't like uh, they went they went into Got Your Money Dirty but didn't do any of the verses. They just had fucking ODB Jr. out here repeating the chorus over and over. Then they did the same thing. Um, there was another song where they kind of did a similar treatment, but it just felt discombobulated. It's like they didn't they didn't put a show together, man. They really didn't put a show together. And there were highlights, don't get me wrong. They did, they did Ice Cream. They did... Um, Ice Tech cream is good, did, and I love it so much. Ice cream is they delicious. Did, they did Triumph. They did. Um, Could they not I, do Triumph? Is that would vanilla, that be allowed? Chocolate, strawberry okay. too. All right. I know me. Do you know you? They did. I mean, you know, it, it hit all the points Bars. you expected it to hit. But I'm sorry, was the line off. was, "I know me. Do you know you?" That's, That's bars, terrible. dude. No, it's not. You, you think about that shit for a second. Vanilla, okay. chocolate, so, strawberry, too. Listen, everybody in the crowd appeared to have fun. Part of me wondered, what's the deal with this band? Is this the reason why you couldn't adjust your set list? They kind of looked to me like a bunch of kids that they picked up at the local community college, but then I realized that that they they seem to travel with them. Um, you know, know me. So RTJ, this, I'm just, yay. Really, I'm just really, I'm just really glad I saw the woo at Bomb Factory four years ago because that shit blew my face off. Wu Tang as the headliner, boo. B minus. I mean, it was still enjoyable. Everybody had a good time, but was it? Oh, Jizza left the stage for like the middle 50, 60 percent of the show. 
they did they started the fourth chamber beat and he wasn't even out there and it turned into like this crowd chant and then a little bit later he came back out something was going on yeah they're something was happening in in the camp that night they were they were all pissed at at method man because maybe they were to go do a podcast or something the he flew he flew spirit maybe they were but the thing is is that people in that group will miss shows for prior commitments all the time and it is what it is they specifically said rizza specifically said hey you know here's what happened we just heard from him he's not going to be able to get here in time and why would they bother saying that but you know they skipped i mean ghost was out there with a mic and they skipped a verse on a on a significant song and and he was pissed off most of the night based on what i could see because i was unfortunate seven or eight seven or eight rows from the stage you know chocolate vanilla strawberry. okay jace if you keep rapping about ice cream if my entire reason for being alive was being odb's son i'd be a lot better at acting like odb's son i'm just saying I wish I had a drop board. That would be bow, 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 shots fired. Shots I'm fired. Sorry. I, I didn't feel that way after uh, the 2019 show. One of my buddies kind of said that after and I dismissed him. And then he had the, a couple things this past show were really good. But and I can't remember because of my memory. I'm not like super detailed on my memory for this day and a half I was out there. But I just remember feeling like for part of it, he could have done better. Like it just wasn't hitting. I'm trying to think if it would have been what what song it would have been, but you know. But I'll say this: Deck spit, Raekwon spit, Ghost when they actually threw it to him and it was, and they didn't skip his verse, spit, and and Jizza looked like he was ready to go run a marathon. That dude looks ten years younger than la- than when I saw him last summer. Um, but then he Rocky left Road. the stage for half the show. So initially, I thought this is going to be awesome. Jizza was out there in like fighting weight. He was, but then they didn't even do liquid swords, which would have pretty much made my entire trip. Oh, so, oh, yeah, it just someone uh, someone right. Police someone brutality. Right. Does I feel like we got to get out of the way a little bit, Ryland. Uh, go ahead, Jace. Go ahead. Bubblegum, the birthday cake, police brutality. How much more can we take? Is that what you said in your rapping? Did you say police show. brutality and birthday and cake the, all together? You we we still need to hear show. about Jay, uh, Ryland's uh, almost death in the family, but I will say we have been going for an hour 10. Are you okay? No, I am not okay, Brad. Okay, then we will go ahead and... Bring some relief to Jason's back. I want to hear the near-death experience. I'd like to hear more about the surgery. Uh, let's try to save those two things for the show coming up on the date that we're going to do it. Um, Dude, okay. let's double up. Let's do a show every day. You want to do one tomorrow? Yeah. I'll do one tomorrow. I got. I'm, I'm It'll so... have to be late. It'll have to be late, but I can do. If if you guys want to do an 11 p.m. show or a 10 p.m. show, I can do it. 10:30. I'm gonna be drunk. Listen to these two. I want to make. I'm gonna be pretty well drunk, probably. Yeah. I don't know. I think I'm gonna take Layla out. It's just the two of us. I think we'll go do something fun. But we'll I'm do drunk another one. I get home. We'll do another one early next week to get because the fans are asking for it. So we'll do another one soon. I just got a about an hour. 
the old the old back starts. Nobody's mad at yeah. Nobody's mad at you. They 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 went in there and they did a number on you. We're, we were glad that you were able to to nut up and get it done today. Uh, to everybody who's listening uh, this far in, thank you for doing so. If you missed us, then uh, sorry. Glad to be back. We'll holler at y'all next week. Brad Ryland, Jason, Human Dads, bring the bread. Tell your mom to listen. Keep it tight. Do, do we actually just hit the post perfectly? I like It could not have been better than that. Uh, uh, until the outro starts again. See, he fucks it up. He he does something so perfect.